type thing where we're talking about like the whole yeah. But first we'll kick the ideas around. So I'm recording right now. Like I said, it, okay. it doesn't matter because it's all like one yeah. long thing. So we'll just hold the mics right. closer. So like what yeah. we were saying before is like guys that you would get. Um, There'll be people that are having certain episodes to themselves where they're going to be on for the whole time. Because there's an episode in himself that's like Steve Grover, who's just a funny guy anyway. Uh, I want to bring in wild cards like Pops because there's a lot of goofy pop stories. He might not have them, but I'll draw them out yeah. of him. I would ho try to hold, like ho only because the music in the background, hold the microphone oh. maybe a little closer to your mouth so you get it. Yeah, or that. clip it, hold it however you want. I was thinking, because, and by the way, we're on Tom's balcony right now. We're just talking about the podcast and how we want to go about it. And we're drinking beer. We're drinking beer. We're smoking cigars. It's a beautiful late November I'm afternoon in Nassau County. What I was thinking, Tom, when you started mentioning, you know, the other guests that you would have, it, it's a sit down. It's, hey, guys, how did you get into the bleachers? Who brought you in? What hooked you to it? And then, boom, after that, we take it away and just, you know, yeah. let, the, let the talking, let the conversation You go. know, what's the funniest thing you saw out there? Uh, who is your best friends out there? Who don't you like out there? They'll say something. I think you. I think the who don't you like out there could be an episode in itself. Yeah, and if they say if they say I liked everybody, I'll call them out on it because I know. I, come on. <laughs> so, um, right off the top of the bat, so like we were saying, my our goal, or definitely my goal, I think the people that know you, your friends, the, the people that know the history of what you mean, are going to listen to this regardless. We have to figure out a way to construct this and produce this to attract the people that don't know you and get those people to understand it. So right off the bat, it would be a, 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 a sort of who, what, where, when, why, and how of Sheriff Tom Brown. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, because I have a lot of stories. Um, I and that's just the ones I remember. Other people come on and tell some other ones. And we have the baseball tie-in, so people go, well, I don't necessarily like Yankees or I don't like baseball, but I thought some of those jokes were funny. And that's what some of the columns did. That's how I pushed the columns. Plus, when we touch a little bit on some game action and you bring up players, we got stories about yelling over the fence at people like Bo Jackson, Dave Parker, the time the Tigers wanted to come into the bleachers to fight us. <laughs> when, was are, it, when was that? Those are evergreen baseball stories. Yeah. That was in the... There was an argument about this on Facebook recently. It was, I believe it was the late 90s. And one of those Tigers is the Yankee coach right now. That would be Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin, uh, who, who still has a hot temper. Yes, he does. That's why the story is not surprising. And to the bleacher creature credit, these guys are getting ready to fight. They were on their way down to fight. <laughs> that, uh, that, that's, that's, I'm, I'm jotting this hey, down now but that as said, you say it because we're going to mention that. That said, I have seen some fights where people went the other way pretty fast. So. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, fighting can be an episode in itself. Oh, God, too. yeah. I'll be a so what, what, just for me, for myself, to take notes for, the, for that episode because it will be me in, uh, interviewing you. Your first year, your first game, your first experience with the bleachers, do you remember it? Yeah, the whole reason I was out in the bleachers in the first place was because I was new to the city. I ain't had no money. So I'm like, where can I go by myself with very little money, not cause a scene, kind of like blend in. And I used to go to Yankee games and sit upstairs. But for some reason, probably because it was cheaper, I sat in the bleachers. And, do, you remember uh, the, do you remember the price? Essentially, I never left. Um, the price that always sticks in my head about the bleachers is six dollars. Yeah. But I don't know if that was heyday pricing or the first price I paid. But it was more along the lines of a six dollars than a sixteen dollars. And um, I remember sitting wherever I sat, and I'm not shy. 
and uh, made that. one friend, started talking to another person, kind of moved into the section. That's how it went those days. You kind of like would start four rows behind, move three rows behind, two rows behind, and the next thing you know, you're sitting next to people, some who you didn't really want to sit next to, but it happened. It's going to be great, dude. You're giving. I'm glad we're doing it like this because this is like a trial run. And yeah. that first episode of you is going to be fantastic. We're going to have a lot yeah. of talk. Yeah, and then about. and then what happened is back in those days, keep in mind we're talking ninety two, ninety three, so you can move around a little bit out there. Um, it would have been interesting to try to break into the group when it was packed because by the time people started doing that, it was because of people like me, absolutely, people like Tina, people like you know your your, your regular. And, you know, birds and, on the wire. And what should be stressed, Tom, and we'll get into it, this is pre-internet, pre-social media, oh pre-message board even, which, which, uh, which how I got to be close with most of you guys. So this is literally, you, you are, you're only getting in that circle if you're out there to begin with, correct? Yes, and let me put it to you this way. If the internet and social media was around back when we were there, I'd probably be the president of the United States <laughs> right now, and there'd be other people in the cabinet. <laughs> we went under the radar. We, we were our old, listen, dude. You know, we used to walk down the street back in the day where you could carry a can of beer in the street before a game and oh, people would be lined up down the sidewalk waiting to get in and I'd see them poking each other and whisper going, hey, look, those are the people in the bleachers. Look yeah. at them, look at them. We were like animals in the zoo. And um, not that that's why we went out there. People used to say to me, this is a good way to say it. People would go, how do you go to 60 games a year? How can you watch so much baseball? Listen. I love baseball. I sit here at home at 1.30 in the morning watching the Angels play the Mariners. But the point of the matter is, back in those days, it wasn't just watching baseball. It was going to a bar with all your best friends there, and it just happened to be a baseball game going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I remember having season tickets with my father and my brother in the mid-90s, early and mid-90s on the third base side, so directly across from you guys. And at 13 years old, asking my old man to take us out to sit there because it, it was you guys were banging the bell, singing, chanting the whole thing. And I think you used the term animals. So did he. He said, "I'm not taking you out there with those animals." Well, I he remember was a smart it one. You're going to hear a lot of stories <laughs> as time goes on about how people ended up out there. Yeah. Uh, either hearing the noise, peeking over the rail and getting yelled at to jump, and then saying, "That sounds cool. I'm going to go down there." Uh, we have uh, a vaunted member, Walkman John, who went with his. Cub Scout pack or it's Boy Scout pack and uh, they were so amused that he came back on his own. I always wondered how he ended up out there. Oh, that's, that's funny. A story that, that, he's yeah. gonna he, he's gonna have to be on an episode. That'll be a good one too. We're gonna get him to open up. Oh yeah, there's some plenty stories, some funny stuff with Walkman John around the center of it and his story about his origin in there. Um, and everyone has an origin story, and some of them are crazier than others. Um, sometimes that you know you, you look at it this way. Imagine walking into a place and knowing 600 people, if not by name, but by face. You're like, I know that person, I know that person. We all knew each other, we were a big family. You know, at my wedding, I had a family table, a friend table, and bleacher creatures yeah, over in that, in that corner, and a lot of us did. Uh, the history of the bleacher creatures is rife with strife, fighting, fun. You have couples that started out there. You had a lot of couples that ended out there. <laughs> and you got a lot of kids running around now. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Absolutely. You know, you got people like Rocky who had a kid that I was spinning up over my head doing airplane spins, throwing him around on a boat going to Staten Island. Now that young man is, engaged. is, is engaged. I can't believe it. I'm seeing, you know, you, and you go back to social media. If it wasn't for social media, I, I can't get to as many games as I used to. Obviously, you can't either. If it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't be keeping up with these um, tabs with these guys as much. And you see that, and it blows your mind. Because I remember, I remember you lifting that kid over your head. 
Yeah. And now he's, however old he is, engaged, starting a life of his own. It blows your mind. And I would man. say that, you know, he, he could he could lift me up over his head, but he'd need a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of help or some ropes to yeah. pull me up over it. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, you've got a history there. And um, one of the things about the bleachers is it was fun. You know, I, I could literally sit on my couch and remember something and laugh. And one of the good things about about this is I have all these scorecards. I wrote down all of this stuff. Which you, you just showed me a binder. Very impressive. Yeah, Very I impressive. I logged a bunch of this stuff. Not to say it would have went forgotten, but it would have been a hazy memory. Now people can't go, uh, I don't remember. How does he remember this? Well, because yeah. I wrote it down. You did. I've Not a lot seen of times it. it's in a drunken scroll. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I was always kind of a chronicler of the bleachers. Now, I wanted to write a book. But things happen, you know, life gets in the way, you know, you're working, you're doing this, you're watching wrestling, you're watching pornography. <laughs> Who has time? So this is like a book. Yeah, yeah. and you know, we, we've gone over it before we started recording today, and I'll reiterate it now. There's, there's a part of both of us that wants to get as many familiar faces on here as possible and sort of get a who, what, where, when, why, and how of how they came into the bleachers how what stuck them through with the bleachers what they thought of the bleachers then versus what it is now but this podcast will be uh, about a lot more than that correct oh, yeah. i mean we're going to be touching upon a lot of things uh, outside oh of yeah that. and you know i know some of these guys and girls i know how to push their buttons we could get <laughs> stories going we could talk about what caused that argument between you and this guy and they'll go well it was because his opinion on that and then we could branch off there you go you know when the baseball season's going on we could talk about baseball we could ask people what's the dumbest trade that you saw who what player did you hate the most absolutely what's the funniest line you heard about a player you know one of the reasons think about this all right i'm gonna start with this one this will come up again but i'll give you an example of bleacher humor i thought this was a tremendous line a lot of people didn't but think about this an asian gentleman stands up wearing a red Sox jersey okay and everyone's just kind of looking at him it's that it's that quiet before the storm before someone really starts that Boston, Boston sucks, sucks, right? Yeah, Boston sucks. So I look at him, and I put two and two together. Asian guy, Red Sox, and I stand up and go, hey, look, that's Jim Rice. <laughs> now that's funny. You can't tell me that's not funny. <laughs> to a smart man, yes, absolutely. It, it's intellectual absolutely. humor. Now a lot of intellectual. times... And by the way, that, that was a huge staple in the bleachers in the heyday. Not not just, you know, cheap humor or, or, or slapstick humor. Yeah, intellectual that. humor. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You know, I was thinking of one other thing. It, it was a, there was a tragic situation. Back in the 90s, tragedies to us, we were younger, more carefree. If it didn't affect us, I wouldn't call it funny, but we let it go. And then one time there was some sort of tragedy that I was talking about. I made like a little bit of a joke and Steve goes to me, gangbang Steve looks at me and goes... Tom, you shouldn't do that. That was a tragedy. So I promptly took my $7 beer and I poured half of it right on the ground. They said, no, that's a tragedy. <laughs> we'll ask him about that. Like we, we said this earlier. He's one of the guys looking forward to be on the show. Who do you think? I mean, off the top of my head, I'm just going to say some names to you of people that I think are no-brainers that we need to have on here at some point. And you agree with me, disagree with me, add on. But I'll give you the ding-ding or the eh. There we go. So, Tina. Absolutely. I don't think Tina's going to be very funny. 
but it's, it's going to be informative, though. I yeah. feel right. At it's the bleacher very history. Least, it's bleacher history. It, 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 it's needed. So Tina, we we both agree, and I'm sure absolutely a lot of these first few you'll agree with me on. I think Milton should be on at some point. Milton uh, is made for this sort of thing. I That's think, why we had to get this going before he took the idea. Well, yeah, he would have stole it. We'll but, get in. We'll get into that at some point too. I think Vinny has to be on this at some. Absolutely, point. Vinny was the face of the bleachers for probably as long as I was back in a different era. Get, you know, yeah. Well, th- and now with social media, everybody knows who Vinny is. Yeah, and 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 that, that's a good point too because we're going over different histories, different periods, different eras. So Vinny, right at the top in, in terms of recent bleacher. Absolutely, Gangbang Steve. We both agree. Oh my with. god! Pro- I'd like to talk bleacher history with him, but I'd also like to do an over under baseball gambling segment at some point in March. You're talking about a first ballot Hall of Famer in the Bleacher Creature Hall of Fame. Do you think Tone Capone would come down here to do an episode? With Tone us? Capone tries to remain mysterious. He's in the public field. But I'll tell you what, if he doesn't come on, it ain't going to stop us from telling stories. No, we won't be using any government names here. So, But, <laughs> but if, if we cut out the stories about that guy, we're costing ourselves a dozen episodes. We mentioned Walkman John earlier. I'd love to hear from him. I'd love to get his takes on, on not only baseball-related things, but uh, uh, pop culture. Absolutely. Okay. Now, I to me, those are no-brainers. Let's start going down a list of, of, of maybes, and I'll tell you why I think that they could add some sort of entertainment or some sort of value. I think we can get Captain and the Sancho brothers in here to do maybe a wrestling hey, episode one it, day. You know, if we didn't do that, they would be telling us that we have to do it. Absolutely. So I don't want to even hear it. So we'll do it. And, yes, I could talk wrestling all damn day. I think we could get uh, – and. I, on top of Steve, I think we could bring in Mook as well as uh, John Dostremski from The Fan and do a sports gambling episode where we just talk lines, money lines, and spreads nonstop and equate it into baseball, too. We what could do, you think do that. About that. We could do that, and we could talk about why I don't gamble. I got a couple of gambling stories about, like, the time I gave Hulu money at a horse race to bet on a horse, <laughs> and he forgot what horse it was and bet on the favorite, and it, my horse won. But I was so drunk that I didn't even realize it. Until like two years later, someone said that that cost me two grand. <laughs> we have an election coming up in November. By the way, you know there was an OTB by the by the bleachers, by over no, at Yankee Stadium. You have to tell. I don't. Oh. I, I believe it, but I don't know it. No, yeah. no, you'd have to tell me about. Oh, there's stories about that too. We have an election coming up. Could you see a political episode where we have liberals and conservatives on opposite oh, ends I of would, the table? Yeah, with me absolutely, can do that. And there are certain people that I would like to invite to come on, but I don't think that they will. Well, we'll 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 have to get maybe you and I'll get into that when when the mics yeah. are shut off and we'll see what we can do because I could railroad some people. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, what else? Like, I, I, I'm going down a list, and we're obviously recording and jotting things down. Well, but know, what else are you thinking? As time comes on, not, we'll never run out of bleacher material. No, absolutely. But not. as time comes on, and if people are listening. We could talk about anything. That's what we used to do in the bleachers. Think there about you go. this, right? You okay? just hit the nail on the yeah. head, my friend. We used there to sit go. out there at a game for four hours, and I love baseball. I love everything about it. There are people that sit there and go, that's so boring. Yeah. But you could talk during baseball. It's pastoral. Um, by the way, I'll give you an idea of where this kind of gets into place. Me and you are sitting here on the deck. I don't think there's anybody in this world that does this better than me, and that's because I have a lot of experience at it. You're but a natural, what, brother. Yeah, but what happens is think about this. You know, we'll do full episodes on where we used to go before the games and all that history. But for years, we used to go to that sandbox right across the street. And now I did some math, okay? Not my strong suit, but I did it. 
every game we went to, we would spend about two hours in that sandbox, either before the game, after the game, a mixture of both. Correct. I was going to 60 games a year. 60 times two is 120. That means I spent about five days a year sitting around the sandbox, drinking beer, smoking cigars, telling stories. Yeah, yeah. And, and having conversations. Yeah, and that's more or less, like you just hit the nail on the head before, that's more or less what this is. How many games did you were you out there where you were, you know, edge of your seat, invested in the game, playoffs, World Series, etc. But how many games were there where, you know, 14 to 2 in the fifth, and yeah. you have to pass the time some way, That's and you're right. having conversations with people, some more interesting than others, so be it. But conversations that, you know, hey, here we are 20 years later, and, you know, your memory, you may forget some things, but other things you remember like it was yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. And then we would come out with ways to abuse ourselves, whether it was doing a poll. You know, like, we'll just be sitting there, someone will go, you know, who's your favorite uh, Winnie the Pooh character? Yeah. And um, that was a contentious poll. And I believe Winnie the Pooh won. <laughs> and you, but, but Christopher Robin got two votes. You, this is in the 90s. How does that even happen? You incorporated that gimmick, by the way, into Facebook, which I thought was genius. And then, and then Facebook, Facebook took got away rid polls. of the fucking polls. Yeah, probably because of me. Yeah, well, it, it was a genius gimmick right up there with funny or not funny. But, yeah, it not it isn't that funny, pun yeah. intended, how we've been able to... Okay, and we're up and running again. So bear with us because we're obviously testing this equipment, uh, but we're back up and running. So, Tom, I forgot what we were in the middle of, I think, talking about how we incorporate everything from the past into the present day. Oh, yeah, no, I can look before. at scorecards and, and remember, uh, because obviously I wrote jokes, but I, re I wrote down things that happened. Uh, the whole reason my scorecards became a, I wouldn't call them a mess because it's more like art. But uh, the reason that there's scrolls on every section of it is, I went out there and I would keep score like a good baseball fan and then one day an old man fell down the stairs and thankfully he's not hurt bless him he, he you know but he fell so I, I wrote it yeah because it was funny yeah yeah and then something else happened and I said that's funny I'll write it maybe a bird pooped on someone by the way you know big tone Capone got pooed on twice I didn't know by that. a bird in one game I didn't know that but it doesn't surprise me yeah big yeah. target but the thing is how about that guy but married with three kids right now yeah, who would have thought? I, I mean, good for him, though. God bless. God bless. You know, you look at it, you look at, if people were predicting the future, um, <laughs> they probably would have depicted it. But I do remember this a couple of times where, you know, I was part of three of the lightest people in a room, and now, you know, look at what happened. <laughs> yeah, you, you and me both. Life friend. goes in a lot of you directions. And me both, yeah. But, um, so yeah, you know, there's a history there. And, you know, you're talking about road trips. You're talking about visits to carnivals. Man, road trips could be road trips could be a, a series, yeah. let alone an episode. Yeah, and, and just the ones I was on. Then we have people that were on other ones that have funny stories. So we'll have that incorporated. Uh, we're talking about going to Shea Stadium, be it for the Subway series. Keep in mind, will I we have Met fans on this once in a while? Well, we'll get think? to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Keep in mind that I was at all of the World Series and playoff games in the nineties. Yeah. I was at Wells's perfect game. Yeah. I was at Gooden's no hitter. Um, there's stories in themselves. We could do almost, I'd say, a half episode on a Wells Perfect game. Yeah. Uh, that was a day that we almost all left early, which we never do. Can you imagine? That but, wasn't Cone was the rain delay, not Wells, right? Cone was the right, rain and delay. I was yeah. actually on the way to the Cone one, I believe, with Joe T at the time, and we were in such bad traffic, we skipped it, went somewhere else. Another good man, Joe T. Yeah, yeah absolutely, fellow Greek. Yeah. But yeah, this, you know, the, the whole the whole joke. But wait, wait. Talk about this. This is a true story. Walkman John one year went to every single game but one, every home game but one, and the one game he missed was 
uh, one of those no hitters of perfect games, and I forget if it was Dakota Wells. Oh, uh, wow, we will, uh, we'll have yeah. to we'll have to find that out when we yeah ask things it. just yeah. come back to you. Yeah, one game you missed. Listen, we've been talking, Tom. Way to go. This is getting me excited. We haven't even hit twenty minutes yet. And the wheels in my head are spinning with the with the unlimited amount of content oh, that this is. thing could have. I mean, am, am I wrong in that? No, you could actually take a page out if you could take a page out of the scorebook and go, hey, uh, let's look back at May eighteenth, you know, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and we could do something. Oh, I could absolutely. riff on that. I think what um, we'll do, you know, we'll we'll sort of listen back to this. We'll reevaluate it. Yeah. I, you, you know, you have final say. I'll let you know if this is something you want to share or not. But maybe we start reaching out to those people that we mentioned uh, earlier in the recording. Yep. See what they think. Sit down with them. Shoot the shit the way me and you are doing it right now. Release it to the public and, and see what they have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm uh, totally game for that. You know, and again, people have been telling us to do this. So they better damn well listen. Tom, people are excited, man. Yeah. I have I have the freaking Sancho brothers. Uh, uh, one who will remain unnamed, I'll let you guess, won't stop calling me. I'm feeding yeah. my four-month-old at 3 in the morning. I'm getting texts from the Sancho brothers saying, when is this goddamn podcast coming out? And you know something? In time, we'll do live remotes. <laughs> Fly from the bodega. <laughs> live remotes. Absolutely. You know, you talk about Met fans. I would certainly have a Met fan on here to talk about their doom and gloom. Back in the day, we also yeah. need to talk about my radio career at the time. Oh, um, yeah. I was just a call-in, a regular caller-in um, to a show. And before that show had gotten canceled, uh, they had a plan. I get a call one day and they go, hey, hey, Tom, would you would you go to Shea Stadium and sit in a dunk booth and let <laughs> Met fans try to dunk you? What was Because they really hated me. Back in the 90s, with the Steve Mason show was on the radio, okay. they shared the airwaves with Opie and Anthony. They were on the same station. Was this uh, 1027? Yes, it was. Okay, yeah. And I was a regular. Yeah, you remember? I, I grew up on the island, so I remember yeah. O and A. Yeah. And I I, had, I I was a regular, and yeah. the show unfortunately got canceled before they went through with that. Uh, they were also gonna tase me because uh, <laughs> I agreed to do that as well, but that didn't happen. Real quick uh, aside on that, and I'll get into this in a future podcast. But imagine this. People find me annoying. At the time, they really found me annoying. And I'm on this morning show and um, talking Yankees and bleachers and telling drunken stories. So people hear me and they decide, I'm turning the station. I'll put on Howard Stern. Okay. One day, at the same exact time that I'm carrying on on 1027, Cowbell, Cowbell guy Milton is on Howard Stern. On Howard Stern. Yes. Wow. He called in for some dumb reason. Oh and my he God. got Howard Stern. So can you imagine if you're driving and you're stuck in morning traffic, you're miserable, and you hear me on the radio like screw this guy i'm out of here and you go to howard stern and there's another one of us you guys are taking over the airwaves and those are pretty yeah those are pretty listened to shows at that time yeah we did that so we have media appearances uh we got stories about uh milton actually bought me on the canadian equivalent of good morning america (laughs) yeah uh so we did that television appearance we had uh many news appearances i was on tv a lot yeah um there's a lot of funny stories about that. Uh, Philip Bondi. Uh, I don't know if he'll come on. Is he still doing his Bleacher column? I know he did a the special one, got, even though he was retired. Yeah, yeah, They got rid of everybody, though, too, didn't they? The yeah, he has a retirement. I believe it might be a forced one, but he's yeah. happy and well. And I think um, last year he did a special one for the Daily News. Okay. He and wrote the book. I remember you were you were very proud of that book, right? I was yeah. very proud of the book, but it came too late because, to be quite honest with you, by the time he did the book, 
uh, a lot of the rowdies, myself included, were on yeah. the way out of there. And, and of all seasons, he did it in 04, which is the year I tried to forget. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, if he if he did that book in 97 or 98... A much different story. Yeah. There would be a movie. Much different. Yeah, you might I mean, be right, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. I can't wait to talk about this. We'll do an episode on the reality show that never was. And... Um, it's almost like a ghostly thing because this is before things like the real world, all these shows. We were followed around by a camera crew for a couple of weeks. They would hang out in the park. They would follow us to bars. Whoa, when was this? Oh, man, this is hilarious. I Back in the 90s. This. Oh, my God. These guys come See, up I, to us. I'm getting giddy now. Yeah. No, these guys come up to us and they want to film us for some sort of project they're doing. I don't think it, I don't necessarily think it was going to be a big TV show, but there was a project. Okay. They literally followed us around. I remember people like Gangbang Steve hated it. He didn't want the camera around. He'd be <laughs> out of my face, out of my face. They had all this footage. Yeah. Okay. Then all of a sudden they disappeared. They're gone. Never but heard the footage from them is out there. I don't know what they did with the footage. See, now, what, one what, of the guys told me that he had a guy that was full-time almost, like eight hours a day during half the week editing the footage of this thing. I don't know what they were doing with holy it. Holy shit. And this was before. It's almost like a thing if I tell people, they go, ah, nah, I don't know. They don't, don't buy so. it, huh? They no, but then you it, talk yeah. to the guys that were out there. Yeah. And imagine a camera crew sitting around the sandbox while we're doing this. I'd love us. to get... And by the way, for the people that don't know, and I mean, I'm sure they all do, the sandbox that you keep talking about is basically current day Yankee Stadium yeah it's I mean, part of the grounds yeah that's the grounds I'm pretty yeah. it, I think it, it's funny I think the sandboxes are more or less where the right field box seats are now I wouldn't no, quite I think call it's it the on bleachers the, I, right I think it's on I think it's on or is the it like the hard rock the, the, the hard rock cafe yeah, yeah. the concourse yeah yeah, like yeah. The, well the outside part um yeah and this was the funniest part about that story is this was before all of these reality shows were out there so I don't know what they were doing whose idea was why it was being done and what they ever did with it um, but it was weird. I'm loving this Slayer, by the way. I appreciate that. Yes, I, I, I have some Slayer on in the background. Yeah. I have it louder, but who the hell knows with um, copyright issues. True, 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 true. So, but you, you, yeah, whole episodes. Absolutely, man. Now, you got me got work with Tom. We've been, it feels like we've been talking a few minutes. We've been talking almost a half hour. I know. And we could just keep going and going and going. So I, you know, I... Not much more that I want to say. Like I said, I, I'll listen back to this. You'll listen to it. Whether or not yeah, we want to I tease the we'll public do, is up yeah. to you. And I think what we'll do, we will do an intro episode. Sure. And that's when I will tell the story about how I got out to the bleachers. I'll tell the story about how I became Sheriff Tom, I which is quite a story it. in itself. Can't wait to hear it. Um, you know, and we'll talk a little bit about that basic history. Who was out there? What was going on? And then what the initial changes and how it became... Uh, how should I say? Phenomenon. Absolutely. Now we, we're we're watching a beautiful sunset right that is now. That's correct. We're gonna get some pictures. Uh, yeah, let's get a picture. Tom, uh, thank you so much for having me on your balcony. I can't wait to listen to this. Absolutely. I'll send it to you. You know, probably before I even get home, so you can listen to it too. Yeah. And uh, to everybody out there. Hell, you know, we might even just put it up there. I don't care. Why not, It'll be like man? Like a scrappy episode. Why where not? It's like, because again, we're going off the. Cup. It's the pilot episode. You have your notebook. We haven't even taken a note. Like, no, we I, I, I wrote like huge. two things down. I can't even read it. Listen, listen. Even those classic TV series out there. You look at the pilot episode. You say, how the hell did this thing ever oh, take yeah. off? Uh, make it hey, off the ground. Hey, here's the best part, though. If, the, if people go, I don't like the pilot episode, it could disappear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have we have uh, it could, we, we have the power to do that. We have final cut disappear, as they say. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so maybe we will run this. But um, I do have deeper parts of that story, so we will do an intro uh, episode. Awesome. So this is just a teaser of what's to come. Um, I also before we before we lock it up, um, 
there's other ideas. I have an idea for a. I don't think we're gonna have it on every episode, but a band, okay. like our own, you know, back seven. I can't and, wait to hear about that. Yeah, can't I have an idea for that. that. Um, I find Tom the more the people that I tell about this, not only the more excited they are, but there's people that want to whether you call it contribute or help oh, yeah. out. People want to get this hey, thing going and help I it out. I am you know? driving this yeah. bus, but I couldn't do it without these people. They're yeah. the ones that wrote these stories. Yeah, yeah. Every story I tell you, it's because of these people. Absolutely. And the only reason I want to do this, there was some funny people out there. And even the people that aren't funny are great people, and they deserve to be recognized for what they contributed to probably one of the zaniest times well the zaniest times of anyone one of the great times certainly i mean that that period defined you know many nights in my 20s I oh and i'm that. so lucky that we got to live through that yeah, and, you bro. know you came on the tail end and think about some of the people out there today god bless them but they don't have this no I, and we are going to do an episode by the way with the new crew yeah well we're going to get grant on here yes. i met grant it's going to be a that? summit no you he's a he's an intro he's he gives me hope you know we I'll, yeah i'll let you know what i'm talking about off air but he gives me hope no he's a good and, and i will tell you there are people that want to start trouble uh, not that <laughs> You know, do I look like a scrapper? But they're like, you gotta have a talk with this Grant fellow. For about what? I think I know, you know? who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, well, you have a good idea. That's another one that'll yeah. be on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, absolutely. How but, can we not mention him? No, but, and you know what? I think it'll be interesting if I never meet Grant until we do an episode. We'll, yeah, we'll, well have he, know, out listen, here. he knows all uh, about you. We'll man. buy, I, I have no animosity. You talk about Bondi's book. That kid read it front to back. Yeah. He knew everything about I, me before I even met I him. I have no yeah. animo- animosity to the. To the new He's crew. a big fan of yours. No, I appreciate that. So I would like to meet him. What we'll do is we'll do an episode where we drive him in here. Well, no, we don't. He drives himself in here or takes a train and we'll feed him some lunch and yeah we'll sit out here and we'll do an episode no he's a he's a long island guy too but yeah. you know what and it's again, a summit i can keep talking man because now you're putting these ideas in my head oh we got i episodes. have a baseball related question for you now that's yeah. a yankee related question and a yankee stadium related question because yeah. i've been going i can't I hate the new stadium man. well listen that, that, that we can sh- oh. we can shit on that all you want okay i can't go to as many games now all right work wife kids the whole thing but i, I can get out to the playoffs the the Didi Gregorius three run home run in the bottom of the first inning against the Twins, that place got loud. Yeah. And I realized something in that moment that has continued in in that ALCS against the Astros that year, in the playoffs last year, in the playoffs this year. Tom, think about it. Because we talked about Grant. You have this young fan base. I, I was 20 years old when I started sitting out there. I don't know how old you were, a young young man though. Yeah. 20. You have these 20 year olds now that that me and you talking about the dynasty teams yeah. is ancient history to them. Not only did yeah. they not live through it, some of them weren't born. So there's a hunger there. Do you agree with oh, me? Yeah, there's there's, there's young Yankee but, fans out there that, that make that stadium like a shark tank for these playoff games. I see our clock. We got till 50. We got a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, you want me to stop and record? Actually, let's no, keep going. Go I'll, I keep then, my eye no, on it. No, but what happened it. is, um, yes, uh, and you, you know, know what I'm getting enjoy. at, right? Yeah, you let know me, what I'm but getting I'll give you a quick story before we end this. Um, I got my eye on the clock. When I started out there in the early 90s and the Yankees were poop, okay, one day we tied the Blue Jays for first place in, like, I don't know, June or July. The season wasn't even nearly. It was such big news that I have a picture of Captain Bob holding up a newspaper cover that says, we're in first, and he's screaming like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would have thought that we had won the World Series, and this is how we started. And then, you know. 
we live large. Yeah. It got to the point where I don't want to go to the parade. I'm bored of the parade. Isn't We've that been crazy? There, done Isn't that. that crazy? You get yeah. bored. I, I'm not going to go to this playoff game. Let someone else do it. So to that point, I feel like, yeah, you have a generation where they could, you know, be the annoying Yankee fan and talk about the 27 titles, but they haven't lived through it. And I think yeah. not living through it gives them that hunger that you talk about that we sort of, you and know, And this lost. is going to help them because yeah. even though maybe they can't yell box seats suck or they can't curse yeah, that's a problem. or stand on the, the seats and dance, they could tell jokes to each other next to each other. That's what we used to do. That's how it started. Do you think we can get an episode and have at, at one table Larry and Midget Mike? We have to do that. We got to do that, right? Oh, yeah. That, we'll that, set that's it up. That's without question. I might, ha- I might host that at my house and cater Italian food I, for that I, episode. Yeah, we could do, we could do, I, we'll do some here on the deck. We'll do some over at your house. I'm going to go on location. Well, like you said, on location, baby. Yeah. When you have this iPhone and these mics, it's on location. So we're, 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 ba- we're about to hit 15. I don't know. Let's see if it cuts off and... No, it looks like we're still going. Wow. Do you think right. maybe maybe somebody called me and we didn't realize it and it like jumped the recording? Yeah, it was probably Sancho be... <laughs> calling you to, to, to ask where the podcast was. I should, rookie mistake, I will turn my phone on airplane mode for all future recordings just in case. See, we're living and learning. Yeah. But, uh, but we're good, dude. No, well, we'll probably do, uh, I like the old 45-minute type podcast, you know, don't go on too long, save something the next week. Yeah. Hit and run. And uh, we'll have themes, but a lot of times you'll see what happened. We went off the cuff. I mean, you could ask me a question about like pops, and then I could start talking about this thing, and then say, you know, there was a funny story that happened at the Brooklyn Bridge with all of us, and then we'll talk about the bridge for ten minutes. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to go off topic, but we don't have to follow any rules because this is ours. And again, me, me and you were talking over a half hour now, but it, it's really not going to be me and you. There's always going to be somebody else in the yeah, mix. Yeah, absolutely. Guests, you know, we have some whatever, ideas. So. We have some crazy ideas. Awesome. Actually. Crazy. Awesome. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go inside and, and light up again. Yeah, and maybe we have to light up cigars. We'll take a picture. Huh? It's a little windy out here. We're gonna yeah. take a picture and then awesome. we're gonna start teasing this damn thing. Tom, thank you for having me over your 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 compound. I appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Consider this the sandbox. You are the man, my friend. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, my friend. And by the way, let me say one last thing. I couldn't think of anyone better to do this with than you. Because even though you're not necessarily 100 percent right the new school, you came in a little bit after me, so yeah. you were a different. Oh, I was called somewhere a in the middle. Generation. I was and, you know, we'll get into it in the yeah. future podcast too because I wouldn't call tension between us, but we used to argue on the message boards All and stuff. Time, we were different. Yeah. We were from a different uh, generation. I was a rowdy. I was a rowdy young. You were man. rowdy young man, and I was. Man, a rowdy and I, was a, I was a rowdy older <laughs> man. You know. Uh, starting to have to deal with other things in, yeah. in life well yeah and passing the torch on but holding on to my spot there you but, go but um but yeah so we bought it together and uh i think this is gonna be fantastic because between the two of us we have a wealth of knowledge awesome awesome and, and a, some good wit there you go and we look pretty good right? yeah well absolutely absolutely all right and Tom. we're in shape yeah <laughs> all right talk to you later Bye-bye. all right bye